I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Okay, you meet a guy. He's great. Oh, and you've been single for a long time. You've had a dry spell. It's been tough. And your friends are all kind of tired of hearing you talk about it. But then you meet a guy, and he's great. And it's like you've been together for like three months, and you're like really falling in love with this guy. He's like kind of perfect. You're like, this is wild. And then you've told your friends, and they always act a little weird when you talk about him. And then um, you're like, you know what? I love him. I'm going to move in with him. I'm going to move him into my apartment. He doesn't really seem to have a job, so I'll cover the rent. And you tell your friends. and They're like, I don't know about this. And you're like, hey, it's okay. He'll get a job. I believe in him. I love him. It's great. And they're like, no, what you don't know is that he is a gigolo. We hired him when you were desperate to make you feel better. Don't move him into your house. What do you do? This is Same Day Shipping, a show where we geek out over real love and fake relationships. I'm Colin. I'm Ryan. And I'm Patrick. So he does have a job. Well, you didn't know that because it was a secret <laughs> job. Yeah. Oh, and he's falling in love with you. Like, don't worry. That's the thing. Is, I mean, if we're following rom-com rules, he, you know, he was hired there to be with you. Uh, in the first place, but now he sees you for who you are and is right. in love. And this is a show on Netflix that I haven't watched yet. Oh, wait a minute, because this is also an episode of Veronica Mars. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> wait, it's so it's a show on Netflix and an episode of Veronica yes. Mars. I don't know if they're related. The, what? <laughs> I don't think because like it's a it's like a I think it's a French show. So I don't know mm, if mm. those French people saw the episode of Veronica Mars. Right. It the- definitely came out after that episode of Veronica Mars. But I do, so I don't know that they're related. But also, it's funny because it's in the second season, and based on the trailer, 
the truth hasn't come out. I'm like, you did a whole season about a girl whose friends <laughs> set her up with a gigolo and the reveal didn't happen in the first season? That's playing the long game. <laughs> I like that. You are confident you're going to get picked up because <laughs> that's pretty much the only thing you want out of that premise. Yeah. Or it could just be like the French disposition of like, well, if we don't get picked up... <laughs> Yeah, they'll I be fine. I guess you'll the, never know. A laissez-faire. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, okay, so the actual question, though, is what do you do when you discover that your uh, new SO was yes. originally hired? And I think the key part, yeah. as Colin said, you're in love. Mm-hmm. So that is not really where your problem is. Yeah, sure. It's the friends. Can you stay yeah. friends with people but do you who re- introduced you to the person that you love more than anything? Oh my god, that's <laughs> such a positive spin on it, Patrick. Well done. Because they pity you, and then they lie to you for months. Because you, every time you went, came home from a date, and like you were, t- and they like, how how is your life? What's going on? And you tell stories about it, and they just never told you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not cool. Every time, every time you're talking about going out for the evening, they're like checking their bank account statement. <laughs> Are they getting charged still? That is a question because now, like hunky French boy, I'm like, well, are you working? Or um, are you in this? And they're checking their bank account statements. She's, she's got their routing numbers directly, and it's just it's like a direct deposit. Or maybe they're checking their PayPal account sure, to see sure. if there's okay, a fre- right. or their Zello to see if there's a fresh yeah. request. Very good. She doesn't keep charging. I didn't watch the show, so it is now we're in the fantasy. <laughs> now world. we're in Mogi world. Yeah, um, where you guys better not fucking do this to me. I'm not interested. I mean, how will you know if you're not you inter- interested? Me, introduce what me to if a sex you worker. find love. <laughs> I will find love and lose friends. This is what I'm telling you. Um, I think what it is, is they paid, because they pay for romance, not just like a one-night stand. Sure. So it's like, they paid for a whirlwind three-week romance. Oh, wow. Texts that are romantic, nice dates, all of that stuff, whatever you charge plus expenses for that. So they paid for that. But since that three weeks is over, like they thought it was going to be a breakup. And she's like, we're seeing each other again this week. But there's no money from the friends. Gotcha. I mean, well, then it sounds like he's into it, at least. I don't know. It kind of, I'm thinking, like, at what point does it become his responsibility? Because he's got to be the one to confess all of this, right? Well, that's another question. Yeah. Should he be the one who has to confess? Because if it's, like, the bratty blonde friend who does it, that would really annoy me. You have a bratty blonde friend? Everyone's got a bratty blonde friend. Who's no, the bratty like, blonde friend? Like you get into it, like you get into a fight because like uh, they don't get the promotion they were hoping for, and yeah. you're being too happy about your new romance. Yeah, and they're mm. like, "Oh fuck you, we bought you that." You know, yeah. Like, if it's no, one of those, then I would be sad. You can't do it out of spite, but I do think. I mean, not- it is like a deep secret. Like it's gotta come. Like how how if you are in the friend group, right? That did yeah. the hiring in the first place, like. Are you meeting up with the other friends, like at some point, be like, "Hey, are we gonna? Are, is someone gonna tell her?" Or like, "What do you?" It's 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 a huge. You have created a <laughs> bombshell it's at a this bombshell. point, so, and like, m- I think the best you can hope for is that like they break up and it's never an issue, and no one ever finds out. Or maybe you delude yourself into forgetting. Okay. Like you just kind of like, oh, how did that happen? Did we meet him first? I don't remember. And then you just kind of move on with your lives. I mean, one member of the friend group is never going to forget. Sure. And that person, I think, starts to just fade away from the crew. 
Like, just stop showing up for stuff. Oh, okay. So right. we've eliminated one bratty blonde. <laughs> To, to the point where you even wonder if that friend that uh, that friend in the friend group was even a real friend right. in the first place. Were they like just someone you <laughs> thought was there and they, and nobody else really saw them? Right. And then like we go back and see flashbacks and like it was only ever you talking to them. Which is cr- and, like, is that- no one, both of you get on the bus and uh, only one of you pays. <laughs> but at the time it didn't seem that weird. It didn't seem that weird because like you're not really tracking then. Like maybe, well, yeah. maybe put in two bucks. Like who yeah, knows? But once you make it a montage at the end, right, it then all it's adds the, up. Uh, like dead ass obvious then. Guys, we're talking about imaginary friendships yes. today. Yes. Yeah. Because Jojo Rabbit is out. Yes. Though the yes. way we just described, I realized after we kind of set up the trope of imaginary friends. Yeah. There's no way that's how this one goes. Because the imaginary friend is Hitler. So I bet you know immediately that is an imaginary friend. I mean, if there's a montage and somehow they undo World War II. Hitler was never there. Or it was the little kid who invaded Poland to begin with. Oh, I guess that that could be the secret. We don't know. That Hitler's not the imaginary friend. The boy is the imaginary friend. Oh, that's actually a pretty good twist. And... (laughs) Scar Joe is playing Ava Braun. Yes. She can play anything, even a tree. She said it. I'm sorry it's a hack thing for me to make that joke. No, now, I like that joke. She said it. I, what did I, she say? She said that she should be allowed to play anything she wants on this is, you know, uh, against like criticism that she shouldn't be playing a, a trans woman or shouldn't be or a trans man. I forget what the I think it was a trans man in yeah. my memory. Um and or that she shouldn't be playing uh, Asian characters. Yes, she's um, and she's like, I can play whatever I want. I can actor. play a tree. <laughs> like, I mean, you can't play a tree, right? I, that's... that's totally different. <laughs> You're never going to upset a tree. There's yep. no long history of subjugating <laughs> trees. I guess there is, but like, sure. <laughs> oh my god, do we need to read the people. Lorax right now, Patrick? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, good but, stuff. Yeah. Uh, but well, so, she's either going to be a tree or Ava Braun. <laughs> We're yeah, not sure. I, I'm going to be disappointed now when that isn't the twist. <laughs> Guys, I kind of really want to see that movie. Oh, it looks amazing. It looks fun. The Lorax with uh, Scarlett Johansson as a yes, tree? Yes, that's all oh, I want. Oh, I thought you meant Jojo Rabbit. No, of course I meant Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> Patrick is being what you, silly. Wait, what do you mean you kind of want to see it? Well, Just a little? I guess... It's the Scar Joe moment, but actually, I like the other things that Scarlett Johansson is in. Yeah, you saw I don't go to the so th- many Scar Joe movies in the last five I years. That's true. She's been like <laughs> a Black Widow for a fucking decade. You can't say that you're morally opposed yeah, to going to Scar Joe. I don't know movies. if I've actually seen her in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like at least a dozen in the last. Seven or eight years. It's been a lot. It's been a lot. Uh, probably a dozen in 2019, if we're honest, if we count rewatches. Yeah, uh, no, I'm sorry. I call bullshit. Yeah, no. I think it's because I was talking about this with some uh, coworkers. I almost called them friends, and then I was like, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Downgrade. Imaginary coworkers. <laughs> um, and we were talking about like going to the movies. I don't go that much anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like, sometimes, but not very often. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, I I guess when I was saying that I was thinking like I might spend twenty dollars this weekend and go to the movie. Gotcha. Instead yeah. of want to go to the movie 
and then not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, will yeah. you call me up? Because I would like to go to that yes. movie as well. Okay. Making plans on Mike. <laughs> yeah, I'm, okay. I'm in. Okay. Colin, too. Ooh, yeah. ooh, yes. I would... There's actually a lot I want to see right now. Can we okay. just change the subject to talking about movies we want to see in theater? Okay, what, okay. what do you want to see? Like, one, number one on my list, I want to go see Lighthouse. Oh, I don't know Lighthouse. <gasps> it's the director of The Witch. Um, it is, um, this what's his name? This may be too scary for Patrick. Yeah, it it's might be too scary for going Patrick. It's be horrifying, I think. <laughs> it, it stars, we'll um, tag Kelly what, in and tag Patrick out. Um, what's his name? Uh, Edward. Um, in the opposite of plans oh, off he's of so, Edward from Twilight? Yeah. Um, uh, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson he's, he's and Willem Dafoe <gasps> and a bird and a light and a rock. What it kind looked, of bird? Like a seagull. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. God. Seagulls Dude. are scary. Dude. They're like the pigeons of the sea. Oh, they carry, they carry the souls of those lost at sea. Colin is doing a posture. He was doing a posture there. It was like a I, shoulder down yeah. and like an elbow up. I seen you sparred with the gulls. Oh. Never cast you. Yeah. Oh, oh so that's, scary. Gonna be, that's gonna be scary. I, the one I want to see, and no spoilies. Uh-huh. Even though I don't know. But <laughs> this one, I, I feel that like... That was every, directed at me. Yeah, it was 100% at <laughs> Patrick. Uh, because, and I don't know if it's like there's a big twist or just I don't... But people are like, don't read anything about it before you see it. Mm-hmm. But Parasite. Just oh. the trailer has me like very interested. And yes. I'm also remember, very yeah. interested in Parasite. So I'm like, I, I don't... I could go be revolted and be changed forever. I mean, we have two badass horror flicks on the list so far. <laughs> Patrick, are you still involved? I'm in for Parasite at least, but I did like your impression um, from Lighthouse. So yeah, We'll see if Willem lives up to it. <laughs> we'll pause the movie. You'll go up front. Right. <laughs> and now an interpretive performance by Colin J. Morris. Oh, guys, and Gemini Man. Okay. I was being silly. <laughs> what were the the pair of sequels that we were also discussing? That uh, there's the m- new Maleficent movie and the new uh, Zombieland. Yeah. yeah. Do not need to see the new Zombieland. Here's the thing: if we were 14, yes, and we were going to go see Parasite and then sneak into Jojo Rabbit, and then you guys said, eh, "Let's sneak into Zombieland." I would sneak into Zombieland. I mean, if, as a double extra movie, I'm stealing for no extra money. What, gotcha. What year did Zombieland come out? I was in college, I think. So okay. it was probably it was probably around a decade ago or twelve years, something like that. So if if uh, we had just finished seeing Zombieland mm-hmm. and a week later Zombieland two came out, like then I'd be like, yes, yep. I'll go okay. see it. Yes, and here, I watched Zombieland again uh, recently. Mm-hmm. I didn't dislike it by any means i think i liked it almost as much as the first time i think i liked it more when it was like in theaters yeah because i was like yeah fun and now i hate fun well no it also was like it was fun felt special at the time yes but we've now had a lot like once deadpool has come out and i know that they're not they're different genres but like once we've this is right though but like once deadpool has come out like I, I don't need you to give me, here are the rules of zombie hunting. Like, I get, like yeah, no, we're, go for the we're head. Past it. Yeah. But at the time, I was um, excited about it. And, like, I, again, no spoilers, I didn't know about the Bill Murray cameo when I went to see the movie. Because mm-hmm. I think I even saw it, if not midnight, I saw it the day it came out. Yeah. I was psyched for that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like, it, I mean, there was there a time was that fun. I was, like, excited to see new zombie stuff. 
Yes. Like that that was enough of a rarity and I was like only getting my fix through like Resident Evil games yeah. and like Dead Rising mm-hmm. and then and then this like onslaught and like yeah. part of that's The Walking Dead and part of it's Zombieland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now I just don't know that I, I just don't know that I need it anymore. Yeah. I feel like Zombieland was like um like the last uh, like quarter of the zombie renaissance of our yes. youth. Like what started with 28 Days Later, I would say ended with uh, Walking Dead's release. And right before that yeah. was Zombieland. Where was Dawn of the Dead Redux? Because like, I feel in the middle of that. That was like a year, maybe two years after 28 okay. Days Later. It was like right in the mix. Is in the mix of, yeah. again, a movie... That if it came out now, I probably wouldn't go see it in the theater. Right. But that's a that's a pretty fun horror well, movie. I would fucking would lo-fi see- India's like India's fuck run and gun horror movie. Yeah, I'd go see that in a heartbeat. Love that. I don't know. I'm paying for a Shutter subscription. I can watch them all in my house. <laughs> well, so we're, we're already house. gonna see three <laughs> other movies this weekend. <laughs> We've got a lot. It's a lot. It's yeah, a lot. I told you, I have the next five days off of work. <laughs> Let's do this. Very convenient. Um, let's talk about imaginary friends. Yes, uh, that's why we're here today. Yes, that okay. is that is why I've gathered you here today, my <laughs> real out, friends. Yeah, it turns real out life Kelly friends. this whole time was imaginary. Oh, that's an interesting point that we're doing this episode <laughs> today. <laughs> Reveal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kelly and I both got on the bus. Only I paid. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, she she'll be back next week. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. She's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about Kelly. She's real. I I swear she's like totally real. Yeah. She's very real. One hundred percent real. As like, far not... as any of us know. Yeah, like not like she could cyborg. No, that's crazy. What did you, cyber? cyborg? Did you I, said, no, oh, not, cyborg. Cyborg. She's not, cyborg. she's not a. She's not a cyborg. No, we would know. We and just, if we we've gone know, on trips we with her. Wouldn't bring it up like this. No, this would be a weird way to air our suspicions that Kelly's maybe a cyborg. Yeah, I mean. It's not like every time I've seen her eat green juice, she like powers up and like makes big <laughs> muscles. And you're like, wow, you process that like a machine. Like that would be so crazy if that were a thing. Right. Well, and also like I've never walked into a room where uh, Kelly just goes, oh, what's the Wi-Fi password here? And doesn't pull out her phone. <laughs> and you tell her what the Wi-Fi password is. And then she goes, great, thanks. <laughs> I've never experienced never. that. So, like, yeah, no, she's for sure not a cyborg. What a pain in the ass do you think that must be for cyborgs to have to get on the Wi-Fi everywhere they go? <laughs> I mean, they don't have to. It just saves them on data. How frustrating. <laughs> Ryan, do you have an Im- imaginary friendship that you'd like I to share? I do. But it was funny because like, as I was thinking of these, and we kind of talked about it with like the bait and switch of he was never really there. Or, like, I feel like a yeah. lot of mine were ones where like you thought it was an imaginary friend, but it's a ghost. Mm. Or you think it's an imaginary mm. friend, but it's your other personality. Mm-hmm. Who's Brad Pitt? Or like you think it's you know all those I think things. those all I think well, I think we need to be broad yes. with the definition of imaginary. No, I, I count Brad Pitt as imaginary. Yeah, me too. Okay. So Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm about to count him as imaginary. <laughs> It, no, I, we are open in, yes. in SDS. But I went for uh, one because recently I saw a thing on Twitter that really touched me in my heart. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I want to talk about that thing. So this is related to that so I could talk about it. Yay. So um, I'm going with a completely non-sexual, guys. 100% non-sexual. Mm-hmm. Kind of non-romantic because they're prepubescent. 
but Snuffleupagus and Big Bird. Yay. Oh, that's yeah. a classic for the ages. Yes, because the first 17 seasons of the show, Snuffleupagus was considered Big Bird's imaginary friend because nobody else saw him. Mm-hmm. Right. And maybe he was written as an imaginary friend, but then, and this was what I thought was so sweet in light or cool. So in the 17th season, um, the writers of Sesame Street were like thinking about how you know the messages they're sending to kids and that you want to make that they want kids to feel like they're believed by adults and that the message that big bird of her of big bird saying like no like snuffleupagus was right here and like the adults being like oh big bird stop lying you're just making stuff up was like a bad message so they wrote a scene where every all of the adults mr hooper like all of them carla yeah it's, it's a there. big line they're it's all big, lined up yeah so they're all lined up and for the snuff- slowest camera pan you've ever and- seen <laughs> so we could see God, all this, of their faces amazing. it's amazing Brilliant. and they all see snuffleupagus and then one by one they apologize for to big bird for not believing him and hug him and they're like i love you it's great it's wow. lovely wow so Again, that was sort of a reveal of not imaginary, but but origins in but, being imaginary. Yes, and it's in the it's in the mix. Yeah, and I just and I love their friendship. And when I was a kid, Follow That Bird was one of my favorite. Follow movies. That Bird fucking rules. Yes, <laughs> the movie's and, so good. And their separation is such a key mm-hmm. uh, pivot point of the relationship for me. So, Big Bird and Snuffleupagus was mine. Uh, that's really good and really cute. And I'm ashamed to say that I had a ship that involves Snuffleupagus uh, in like I, I this has to be like a grown up Snuffleupagus okay because I'm gonna, like he's got tusks yeah like he's got tusks <laughs> and he's he, and this is in like an AU where he remained imaginary the whole time okay um, and so he was Big Bird's imaginary friend and then like went on to become other people's imaginary friends and whatever. Which to my mind is like the ultimate I love the idea of a journeyman imaginary friend. Yeah. That's it's such a fun it's idea. It's so good. Um but that then he would meet up with Pete's dragon. Okay. <laughs> An imaginary dragon that uh, Pete makes up because he's in this horrible life where he's adopted by this like family of thieves or whatever. I, o- I only have like the vaguest of memories yeah. of uh, Pete's dragon from when I was a kid. But I loved it. It's mostly because yeah, I yeah. liked seeing a cartoon playing with a, yes. a kid. Like, God, I wanted to play with a cartoon. Yeah. Um, but so I just want like a, a fun, nasty romp of uh, Pete's dragon. Elliot is, is his name. His okay. name is Elliot. <laughs> and Snuffleupagus. Uh, just a dragon and a woolly mammoth just rolling around in the hay and having a great time. Nice. I like it. Love it. <laughs> but that wasn't the actual ship that I wanted. Yeah, I was going to oh, say, oh, okay. I, didn't, <laughs> yeah. I didn't hear the... Uh, the Tyler Durden the Tyler of it all? Durden. Okay. So what's Tyler Durden's biggest, pro- biggest problem? What's, his, what's Tyler Durden's biggest problem? Oh, he's got too many abs. Consumerism. Oh. <laughs> is, is consumerism uh, a problem or is it something that he's just, he's just mad about? His biggest problem, uh, he's non-corporeal. Much of the time, he's not. Is he non corporeal, or is actually Edward Norton non corporeal in those scenes? Well, sometimes and he's looking at himself. He says this, right? He said uh, uh, Edward Norton's character says, like, sometimes uh, I was him, sometimes I was watching him, mm-hmm. right? Right, but he always was him. But yeah, it's always in a literal Edward way, right? Body, but when he has missing time, because right, you he's know, dissociated because he's having a mental breakdown. Yeah, yeah, guys, it's, so, I don't know why you think he's a healthy guy. 
Who Who said said anything about Jack being a healthy guy or Tyler? I mean, except for the abs. The abs abs are are pretty healthy. They don't eat very healthy. Oh, my God. Washboard. Is that where that term comes from? I don't know. Maybe. Wait. What? (laughs) Yes. Because it's hard and bumpy. Because you're playing washboard abs. No, here's here's who Tyler Durden needs to get with. And then it calms down maybe a bunch of people who uh, modeled their life after uh, Tyler Durden and Fight Club and all the wrong messages from that yes. book and movie. Joy, the feeling from inside out. <laughs> this is the most disgusting thing. Kelly is somewhere <laughs> laughing in her cyborg voice. <laughs> <laughs> Running laugh.exe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and jo- I understand a feeling is maybe also not an imaginary and friend. Famously, there's a very good imaginary friend in that movie, but we'll let that slide. Yeah, that would have been. I, well, I, that's did, I not don't good want for it. Tyler. No. Maybe for Snuffy. I don't think it's good for Joy. <laughs> well, Joy. Joy does need to be. Te- she needs to be like pushed outside of a place where she sure. just gets what she wants. All like that's kind of the journey that's of the, inside. Yeah, yeah. Well, and. I don't think that what are, what's her name Delaney that little girl is not going to need Riley. joy. Riley is not going to need joy that much for the next few years. Why not? She's she, going through stuff. It's oh there's not going to be a lot of joy in her life. Well, she's playing hockey with cute boys in one of the greatest cities on the West Coast. She's having a fucking <laughs> blast. Her life's going to be amazing. Her life is going to be amazing, but she's also okay, going to be I depressed think, for a while. Yeah, too. I was like Colin is just being joy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so how do they meet? Where do they? Whose world are they in? Well, so I think I think they have to be. I think it has to be that uh, Jack gets some kind of therapy that, like, he survives the the uh, the the experience Mm -hmm. and uh, realizes that all he's done in shooting himself in the head is like momentarily rid himself of like this sort of manifestation of Tyler. But Tyler Durden doesn't actually stay away. Yeah. Um. And so he starts to get some therapy and realize that what he needs to find in his life is so maybe this is like a thruple that involves Jack, Tyler Durden, and Joy. Okay. Sure. I think they just need to find a way to not have to rebel against everything all the time. Right. Like Jack gets an Adderall subscription and all of a sudden Joy is like just a appears. subscription. Prescription. <laughs> yeah, subscription. Uh, yeah. I get every month one, com- one comes in an envelope. Subscribe to Adderall box using <laughs> promo code SDS. Yeah. But it's like one of the mystery subscription boxes, so you don't know what your dosage is gonna be. Um, but that introduces Joy, and now Tyler's like, whoa, new roommate, odd couple kind of thing? Yeah, and then she can kind of, like, lead them down paths, uh, like, how are we going to spend Friday night? And Tyler's like, uh, I think we're, we're going to blow up a, a mall, and Joy's like, no, we're going to go ice skating. <laughs> so they blow up the ice skating rink. <laughs> but they have some fun first. All right. I, all right. Here's the thing. I know it's throwing Joy under the bus, and it, it is really sacrificing is. Joy. Oh my god! But I I feel like it's for for the greater good. I mean, the greatest good happens at the end of that story. That he dies. Yes, but he dies a martyr. Shitty dudes are going to exist either way. No, I mean you are correct, of course. So thank you. <laughs> um, shitty dudes are going to exist either way. Better to get. But you got to do something with Tyler Durden. Like the he's out there. He is out there. I kind of like the idea of him. Like getting old and like disillusioned, and then 
I don't know who he meets. Does what if okay? What if, what if oh, <gasps> go? What if he meets? Okay, so he's he's like been through things. He can't find anybody to like listen to his bullshit anymore. Right. He also doesn't really believe in revolution because it didn't work. Right. Like if anything, it, things got worse, and he like doesn't even relate to incels. So he's like, I don't even want to deal with those people. Oh yeah. Right. So then he like he wanders a lot. He has to go really far, but he wanders into Hundred Acre Wood and becomes friends with Rabbit. <laughs> Why rabbit? Because <laughs> rabbit's also grumpy and complains about stuff. Okay, what about what? What? Oh. What? <laughs> I don't know. Here's the thing: you were saying about how Tyler Durden would not like endorse the incel community if he were around to see it. Uh, I think I just are you about- he would create one in the hundred acre wood. Rabbit under the influence of Tyler Durden <laughs> yeah, would be the most be disgusting bad internet troll you've ever seen. I was seen. just trying to think of another imaginary friend that I probably don't want to be happy. <laughs> okay, what, rabbit came up. What about this imaginary friend? What if Jack uh, goes to sleep one night okay. and starts dreaming and then he's being chased <gasps> by a man with knives for fingers, oh. Freddy Krueger. Oh. oh my gosh! Here's Whoa. the thing. That's great. Now he's an I'm, imaginary enemy. He's an imaginary enemy. I now want, and I don't think you could do it because we don't live in a world like Roger Rabbit happened. But since then, nobody can get everybody together. Right until I guess until Disney owns everything. Everything. Yes. Right. Soon enough. Soon Six enough. years will have. But it. I would love a Nightmare on Elm Street. Like Nightmare on Elm Street goes to the '90s where. Freddy just goes through just killing different characters from different movies. And we can use like CGI. But like oh, yeah. he just goes back. He just like he kills he kills Tyler Durden. Yeah. He kills the reality bites group. <laughs> <laughs> he, he kills, kills ten things I hate about yeah, you. Yeah, he kills there's something about Mary. Oh he chops God. off her little hair. Ah, first. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. <laughs> And then it hits the floor and uh-huh. shatters like the uh, <laughs> Liquid Man in Terminator 2. What happens when he tries to go and kill Neo? Does he find himself in the Matrix? Oh, I like that because that's sort of like a a digital dream. I would like to yeah. see that fucking with Freddy's equilibrium. Mm. Yeah. You know, and like kind of put him off balance because... You don't often see Freddy Krueger off balance, like in the way that uh, in um, Freddy versus Jason, yeah. um, when they when the kids bring Jason into the dream world, yeah. fucking <laughs> awesome scene. I love it. There so should much. be more versus movies. Seriously, yeah. I just want. Uh, did I tell you guys this? I finally watched AVP beginning to end. Alien versus Predator. Yeah. Yeah, usually yeah. you just watch like the final 10 minutes or like the, a middle six. And then you go back to <laughs> when you go back and watch the middle out, hour. I was working at a movie theater, so uh, I would okay. pop in and watch I a see. few minutes. I was like, this movie sucks. It kind of does suck, but I mean, it's I a fun it's versus. It's not unfun. You know? yeah, no, not think, at all but unfun. But isn't that kind of true about all the Predator movies? They kind of suck, but they also are fun. Oh, I don't know. I think the first one is legit. It's a quality movie in the way an alien movie is a quality movie. It's action versus like sci-fi horror, you know? It's But the- even when like Alien is being more actiony, uh-huh. like a- it is. Aliens is better, like than better than Predator. Predator. Yeah. True. Um, and also, there's only one good Predator movie, and that's Predator, yeah. right? Well, and AVP. <laughs> and AVP, of I don't course. Know, I don't know if you heard. AVP. <laughs> Colin has now seen the whole thing. Okay, was that your ship? No, no. None of <laughs> no, those characters are... Neither of them are imaginary. They're so real. I was uh, trying to help you, Colin. Okay. Um, have you guys seen Cloak and Dagger? 
Not the whole thing. I'm familiar with the characters. I've seen a few of the season. A few. Of what the are we talking season. about? We are talking about the 1984 Whoa. children's How? adventure film. That was, that was so cruel. That was so wrong. Um, <sighs> is it based on the same characters? No. Not at all. No. What's it about? This is about a precocious young lad who like wants attention from his businessman father, but it's yeah. tough because he's busy and he's stern because he's a bootstrapper, yeah. like hard. He got everything he has the hard way, oh, yeah. and his son needs to toughen up and not be so fanciful with his video games Uh-oh. and his choose-your-own-adventure novels. Oh, and no, those are like going to get him into trouble. Yeah, exactly. So none of that shit. Dad doesn't like any of that shit. Well. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> what's his name? Davy, Davy Osborne, and his dad, uh, Hal. Now, um, the like main character in all of Davy's like favorite adventures is Jack Flack, and okay. he's like a strong, mustachioed man who can parachute into anywhere and right. you know get the job done. Yes. Uh, so the same actor, it, it, like like adventure, like pith helmet, like uh, with a machete kind of style. No, or? Like, like Indiana um, Jones, like uh, like Royal Air Force kind of fucking okay. guy. Okay, all right, I can like James Bondy, but more more military, more military. Okay, like he wears like a military uniform, but he'll like uh, like special ops. Basically. Okay, he'll bust in any door and solve any yeah. situation. Um. So they go on to this adventure, and it's an amazing movie, highly recommend it, where his imaginary friend, Jack Flack, who is played by the same actor who plays Hal, his father. I love it. Whoa. So good. So, like, obvious representation yeah. of what he really wants. It's great. Uh, they get into, like, a real adventure by oh, accident. So now it. this kid is in real danger, but yes. Jack Flack um, is, you know, like telling them to throw marbles on the yeah, ground yeah, and yeah. shit like that. Until it comes to the point, like the emotional climax of the film, when a guy, uh, one of the criminals is fed up and going to murder Davy, and uh, Davy gets his gun away, <gasps> and Jack is standing over his shoulder demanding that he kill this man no. as Davy aims a gun at him sobbing because he doesn't want to do it. Crazy fucking movie. Well, does he do it? Yeah, I'm, not gonna, he... I'm not gonna spoil because you guys really what? should see. You guys really should see Cloak is and it, Dagger. Is it streaming? Um, I don't know. I watched it. I watched it back when there was video stores. <laughs> so you just told us up to a cliffhanger of a, <laughs> of a thing movie that, that we have to go back see. in time to go watch. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, <laughs> I mean. I was talking about Pete's Dragon earlier. We can at least watch that on Disney Plus, maybe. You, um, <laughs> I have to admit, I didn't know how badly I want to watch the movie Brink. Oh, God, I love that Until I went to the Twitter thing and clicked through like 400 titles. So many titles. Just to see if Brink, Brink was listed. It was not. I bet it will be in the second round. Brink is too good to not put it in. Why not just do all Disney Channel original movies all at once? Maybe because they want... I don't know. I mean, Brink is just the obvious. They have luck of the Irish and no Brink. What are you doing? It does seem like... <laughs> Twitches and no Brink. It, it, it does seem like everything that they could have put up there, they did. Right. right? Like, there must be something either, like, with uh, music licensing or so- something. But Disney owns everything. And there's no way a Disney Channel original movie would put music in it that they didn't own for the next hundred years. They're copyright monsters over there. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and what don't they own? Back to that part. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, but they didn't put every animated movie they have. Right. 
So like, or even all the like Marvel movies. There's yeah. like one mighty mighty boss tone song that they were able to fucking fight away from the mouse. That's like, funny. Took 15 years, but we finally <laughs> got the right back. Uh, and Colin... it's not even knock on wood. Uh, <laughs> no, they're gonna hang out on that one forever. The... <laughs> boss tones need to eat, baby. <laughs> Um, Colin, do we have any questions from Twitter? Yeah, but do you want to hear who I ship uh, Davey with? Oh, I thought that was it. I thought you were just telling us about... <laughs> you thought maybe you shipped it with the dad. I got so caught up in the story. I yeah. didn't even... I wasn't even thinking other sh- other people. Well, I'll be I'll, I'll be quick to it, and then we can get to a, a Twitter question for sure. You don't but have the, to, man. Well, we'll see how much you guys like it. Right. There's another cinematic little boy... With an imagination that moves hearts and minds. Um, and that is Cole Sear from The Sixth Sense, played by Haley Joe Osment. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I feel like those two kids have been through a lot. They've seen a at lot. At the hands of their imaginations or real ghosts. We don't know. I we mean, Sixth Sense is kind of up to yeah. us. Um, is it? Is that the part that's up to us? Is whether Cole is actually seeing ghosts? Whether or not ghosts really exist is up to us. Wait. I think I'm the sorry, movie... there's an interpretation of that movie where he's somehow seeing dead people with details about their deaths that he didn't actually know, and then when you find out about their deaths, it's the same. Right, what? he's just an avid reader of police <laughs> is autopsy that like a, reports. Is that like a real thing? I don't think no, so. No, I was just trying to shoot. I was trying to make him fit into the imaginary criteria. <laughs> okay. But his imagination, I don't know, whatever. No, 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 no like, I, I like we, it. Oh, we brought in imagination. Mine right. wasn't imaginary. My whole thing was about someone not be- becoming not imaginary. Right, and my <laughs> whole thing was about a split personality into feelings. So. Yeah, so you are safe. I just I'm really wanted to- the most imaginary of any of us so far. Okay, <laughs> so he meets Ghost Boy. Yes. Um, maybe as adults, um, you know, and uh, hopefully not like, or maybe as kids. Fucking let him meet him as kids. And- they don't have to. Uh, they don't have to be romantic just yet. But gosh, well, they have some fucking stories to tell one another. Well, and they can bond over that they have all of these meaningful connections to mm-hmm. uh, friends or beings or whatever that everyone else in their world can't see. Exactly. Yes. Hopefully, uh, Davey knows enough to frame it that way because I'm picturing like. Cole getting really upset every time Davey... Um, no, I told you, I see dead people. I'm not imagining <laughs> no, them. No, no, This one, he's like my favorite fictional character, and I see, he looks kind of like my dad and my, when I see him. I understand what you experience. Let me tell you what I experience. No, but it's just like you. I, don't worry. No, you don't have to explain different. it. I get it's it. Different. It's I've different. I've been there. Man, I, I have There are been people there. who were alive and are no longer alive. I see them. They appear to me and talk to me. They make me tell my mom every day. The, the, the word every day. And then she mm. reveals what her question was. And it was, do I make you proud? That was really sad. Oh my god, that movie is fucking amazing. So good. God, I should get another Sixth Sense tattoo. Um, but yeah, that's my. Were you hoping we would like encourage that? No, I because <laughs> I wanted I would support I support you in all your tattoos. Thanks. I just want to know what it would be. Um, I mean, maybe maybe uh, what? <laughs> oh no. I don't know. No, I'd get something cool. I'd get like the doorknob from the closet or something. Like the big red doorknob? Yeah, the big red That's doorknob cool. or something. That's pretty cool. 
or the three pilgrims who were hanging in the school was my immediate. That's, <laughs> that's aggressive. Like a chest piece. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, a chest is a good place because people won't see it every day. That You can't put it that There's in a place like people on the bus will see, will see it. Every day. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> one or two. Including right. myself and right. my imaginary right. friend. Yeah. It looks just like your dad. It's weird. Uh, uh, by the way, I'm I'm proud of all of us for not shipping Drop Dead Fred with anyone. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. I love Drop Dead Fred. I knew okay, you but would, but I hate him. He's a great imaginary friend. No, he's disgusting. He has no boundaries. <laughs> yeah, he's imaginary. He no, but he does. The rules of your Byzantine society don't apply to he him. He does oh, actual mischief. <laughs> I don't know if you remember. Th- <laughs> I don't know if you actual mischief he does do you remember when he shit all over the floor uh, that yeah. was actual yeah. mischief yeah that's not imaginary um, and so i don't want to deal with your ima- real imaginary shit on my carpet well wait he didn't shit on the floor she the little girl the should, yeah no but wait, he does it at that point i think when they're grown up he's i have a i'm picturing it he pulls on his pants he shits on the ground now you're right. Everything that he does, she gets blamed for. And then you, the reality of the movie, what happened, really, you don't know. Did Phoebe yep. Cates do it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like Fight Club. But, I don't know. Just don't. Let's just let's give that movie another chance because it's really, really if fun. I really would watch it with you at, to give it another chance. Yeah. But I We would, would be, argue the whole time. I'd be very surprised <laughs> if my position alters. <laughs> I've hated that movie from frame one. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, you okay. guys want to take a question? From yes, Twitter? please. Yes, if you would like to have your question read and answered on the show, you can tweet at us. We are at Shibble Dips. That's Shibble like nipple and dips like nips. Or you can email us at shibbledipshow at gmail dot com. This comes from Football Zombie with two eyes at Football Zombie. Ooh. Uh, at Shibble Dips, no Twitter questions. Rude. Let me help. So I'm guessing that <laughs> comes from yeah. back when he tweeted this when we were asking for questions. Yeah. Um. So uh, they write, I've been re-watching Prime Suspect from the start. Do you have any Jane Tennyson slash Helen Mirren ships? How about Jane from Prime Suspect 7 with David Budd from The Bodyguard? Huh? Yeah? All right. I have to admit, I don't. Is David Budd hot uh, St- Rob Stark? I think he is. he's the one who says mom too much, right? <laughs> well, he's saying ma'am, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ship okay. him with all women over 50. Oh, so, damn. Yeah, I ship him with... If that's him, if it's a different character from the bodyguard, maybe. Yeah. You're um, just like, Rob Stark, spring, autumn, let's do this. I feel like... It did you guys hot. watch Prime Suspect at all? No. I haven't. I feel like... And I don't know that I made it to seven. Okay. Um, but I did watch it at a certain point. Okay. I liked it, but I never was that... In- Worried about her personal life. Like, I cared about her professional challenges. And, and, of course, and who is she? She's a hard-nosed uh, homicide detective, but it's also in a time, because uh, it started, I think, in the 80s, and then they've done a lot of seasons since, so okay. time has passed. Gotcha, but, like, gotcha. when it started, being a woman head detective or leading a, a murder case was a, a bigger deal. Sure. Um I think it is Scotland Yard. So, like, I was always more interested in her, like, career advancement or, like, the dynamics at work and not as much her home ones. Mm -hmm. But to give her – I'm trying to think. I mean, all right. I think I could do she transfers to New York. Mm -hmm. She meets Jerry Orbach. And they have, like, a law and order romance. 
And he just like says funny things. <laughs> and she like is the one who's actually good at investigating the murders. Right. But you know, Lenny Briscoe's like, hey. But you think it's gotta be like a like working together? Like you think that her work is so much a part of who she is that uh like the relationship also has to be related to that? Or can she find herself in a killing Eve situation? Mm. You mean criminal? Yeah. Maybe. You got a you got do you have a hot I, I don't I don't I mean other other mm. than uh, the obvious and the go-to of Carmen Sandiego. <laughs> I don't know. I th- Carmen. Oh, Carmen. <laughs> She's a scamp. She is a scamp. She She's like a handful. A bad criminal. She only does fun crimes, as far as I remember. She steals the biggest stuff in the world. She which steals is things hilarious. that like yes. nobody could ever. That's like the Grand funny. Canyon. Yeah, she exactly. steals like, the Grand. Fuck Canyon. you! You want to arrest her for stealing the Grand Canyon? How about guard the Grand Canyon a little better? I don't know. I'm I'm Chief Guard San Diego. Um, well, just from what you were describing, I would um I would like to see her with someone like uh, Allison Tomlin's character from season one of Fargo. Ooh, okay. Another, yeah. Like, yeah. Lady cop going up against it all odds. You I know. like it. Yeah, that's a good one. And also, they could have a little bit if they we could keep some of the age difference. They could be a little mentorship in there too. Yes, yes, yes. Like she goes, she's like fuck. North Fuck Dakota. Fargo. <laughs> Fuck Fargo. I'm going to Scotland Yard to become a real police. Yeah. Okay, well, and then there's also our other, you know, person we bring in when it's police related. Columbo? Yep. <laughs> he does go to London in some episodes. I mean, he would never cheat on Mrs. Columbo. We know this. <laughs> yes. But if she died in an untimely way. Just if. Who did we, who did we recon? Old lady Miss Fisher. Yes. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Which, again, I, I think that is true. I it's think that might be. turn it's out it's true. <laughs> so maybe Mrs. Columbo one day uh, falls asleep. And is visited in her dreams by Freddy Krueger <laughs> and Tyler Durden. I don't like this at all. And she's killed in her sleep. Wait, are we going to have to two relationships on that? <laughs> I think what's funny is Colin and I are much more invested in Columbo. And you said that in with so much glee that yeah. it almost offended me how happy you were to kill Mrs. Columbo in such a gruesome way. You were the one who needs her Mrs. out of the Columbo. picture. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just no. performing you your will. You no. don't have to be happy you don't about like it. The means, wow. but you love. You're rereading Fight Club. You're becoming some sort of agent of chaos. All of a sudden, what is happening to you, Patrick? We do not talk about me being an agent of chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was that the first rule, the second rule, or the third rule? Hey guys, <laughs> two, two relationships. relationships. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.